Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with Beth Burroughs from Jim Beam here at Bourbon and Beyond. Yes, sir. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. What's so cool is that your company has been out around for like forever, okay? What are we on like, okay, 1795 or 2019? Ready? 225 years next year. 225 next year. Wow. That'll be like getting another discount on your auto insurance, right? Surely, right after 225 years. If you've been drinking Jim Beam for 225 years, you get an extra discount with Geico. You save an extra 15%. That's amazing. That's so good. <laughs> so what is there we could even talk about about Jim Beam that people don't already know? Um, well, I think there's a lot of stuff we could talk about when it comes to Jim Beam that you know everybody kind of knows and loves Jim Beam four year white label. Everybody's had their their experiences with that because it's the number one selling bourbon in the world. So having something like that where we can kind of get the the hearts and minds of everybody, and then we have a portfolio that's so vast. I mean, the American whiskeys that we have that I get to represent are just. I can't, I'm so excited about just being able to speak to so many different brands. That's very cool. And what I think is really cool is, okay, so you've been around since 1795, and it's been a family thing ever since. Like, that doesn't even exist anymore in 2019. No, I mean, it's legacy, right? Just having a legacy like that where you can trace every single step all the way back to 1795 where we laid down our first barrel. That's just, you're right, it doesn't exist. It's, It's almost unfounded. And I just think it's great that you're not being, and can't be, obviously, squashed by something like an Amazon or Walmart. Not not that they're in the same thing, but, you know, it's the same concept. They always squash the family-owned business, and it's so cool to know that you're the leader still being a family-owned business. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is a, the mom and pop, right, of, of the bourbon world where we get to, to see what all of our people did before us and how we can keep moving forward because let's be honest this bourbon game is ever changing and it's ever growing and knock on wood it's going to continue to grow it's been amazing to watch how much enthusiasm people have for something that's been around for so long that just maybe didn't get as much love and at least when I was growing up I didn't see as much love for bourbon and now being in the business and, and having the opportunity to be in the mecca right and in the state of Kentucky has just been phenomenal. Well, that is something true. Like bourbon was big at one time and then fell out of glory for a while and now is like becoming a huge thing again. And so it is really cool. Now, what kind of recent things have changed with Jim Beam to go with the change in times in bourbon? Um, we've seen Little Book come out for Chapter 3, so this will be the third year in a row that that's come out, and that's pushing the envelopes of what bourbon can be. Uh, Freddie No, who is our next generation master distiller, is just enthusiastic and excited and doing all sorts of different things and trying to push those boundaries. Um, and Little Book 3 specifically is one of my personal new favorites that's come out. Um, Legent is another brand that we've been able to come out with, which is the first collaboration between us and Centauri holistically coming together to create something 
totally different than what we've seen and, and what we've been able to personally put out. And there's so many things coming in the future that I'm really excited about that we can't talk about right now. But, you know, there's we're we're really looking forward to all of the things that bourbon can be and pushing those boundaries, but still staying true to our legacy and our tradition and everything that we've set forth for 224, almost 225 years. Nice. Now, I mean, obviously you could probably choose to work with any bourbon company. What makes you choose Jim Beam? If you were to pick, let's say, the top number one thing that makes you choose Jim Beam to work with, not just to drink, but to work with, what would it be? Family. I mean, this is a big family all the way down from the nose into every single person that steps foot onto that campus. You know, not just the people that work there, but the people that enjoy all of our products, the people that get to come and, and see our home place. I, I feel such a kinship to everybody that has ever touched and loved and appreciated any of our brands. So really, it's, it's all about family. And, you know, that's great because what we were talking about before, too. But, I mean, I would think... If you're going to work with the company, it's not just because you like the product. It's because you like how you're treated, too. And if I'm somebody that's a customer, I would rather do business with a company that treats their, let's say, people they work with, employees, what have you, as one big family rather than the corporate machine. I mean, for sure. I mean, it helps that we have amazing brands and it's so easy to get behind all of them. Um, they have great stories and, and such tradition, but they taste amazing, which I wish I was able to bring a flask in. I tried to check all the rules and they wouldn't let me. Um, but <laughs> if only. But really, it, it is. It's, it's all about just how you get treated and how you can feel like you're a piece of something so much bigger than yourself and so much bigger than any one person as a part of it. You know, we've got Fred and Freddie leading the charge and, and we're all here because we're right behind them. And how about Bourbon Beyond? Okay, so this was a new concept a few years ago. You guys have a presence, you know, what's your opinions of Bourbon and Beyond as a festival? Well, as a, a music crazy person, I am so excited to be able to have festivals like Bourbon and Beyond and the Tri Festival, if you will, coming here to Louisville, because I think we get overlooked here in the city a lot as we're just enough south, but we're just enough north that we kind of sit in that middle and anybody that comes to the city falls in love and to be able to bring the music scene and such a large scale like we have with Bourbon and Beyond has just done great, great things for our city, for Bourbon and for you know the city of Louisville as a whole. Funny what you said, because I was talking to somebody the other day about just the people here and we were talking about values and how people are and somebody made a comment it was on Facebook and somebody made a comment well it's those Midwest values and I was scratching my head I'm like I don't know I'm thinking southern values but I guess it's both I think it's a little bit of everything, right? We, we have the this, this Southern charm and the Southern hospitality. We love to bring people into our space and show them a great time and really embrace everything that we have to offer here. But also, I think we've got a little bit of that Midwest. I'm pretty sure I'll tell people how much my outfit costs today if, uh, if they like my hat. But, uh, you know, and we have a little bit of that Northern attitude as well where we can fit in any which way we go. That's great because, you know, I am a Yankee, so I'm not always comfortable in the southern <laughs> states, but they make me comfortable here. So I'm like, OK, it's cool. Great. And I'm actually a Yankee by birth. So I was born in western New York. So I always like to say I have the southern charm with the New York attitude. Right. So <laughs> there you go. And, you know, there's so many people. It shocks me how many people I've met that came from New York and came to Kentucky. And it's like, I don't know, you know, growing up in New York. If somebody said that to you when you were a kid, like, yeah, I don't think so. 
I really wouldn't believe it if I hadn't had so many instances of people, you know, especially coming from Western New York. There's there's a whole state outside of New York City. Right. So you have to always, uh, you know, differentiate. And, and I've had a couple conversations where we've gone into the cities specifically. And one point in time, I was behind the bar and uh, I met someone who played softball with my dad in the early 90s, nice. like in, in the city of Louisville in my 20s. So it's a great place to come. And I think, like I said, when people start to figure it out, they, they want to come back. So Absolutely. And uh, there's a cool place of yours down on, it's called Live on 4th or 4th on Live? 4th Street Live. 4th Street Live, yeah, is the, is the area. First of all, I want to say I went to eat there. I was confused at first because I've been here like every year and I've gone to there and I was there like, and I never walked in to eat because I thought it was just a drink. And then I walked in to eat and I have to say it was the best food on all that area right there. But let's talk more importantly about you got like a tour there. It's just really cool. So we have our Urban Still House downtown. So it's the Jim Beam uh, Urban Still House. It's nestled right there on 4th Street Live. And it's really to help people who can't get to the our full distillery in Claremont. It is 25 you know minutes south of here. So be able to have that presence here in the city of Louisville. You can come in. You can do tastings. Um, you have very, very knowledgeable people that can walk you through the story of our 224 years. And you get to get those samples. There's cocktails there. There's really cool experiences. There's a little bit of merchandise as well. So you can really get a taste and a little bit of an experience for what we have to offer at Jim Beam without having to make that trek to Claremont. But I would suggest making the trek to Claremont as well. I would visit both places because they both have so much to offer. Well, that was the next thing I was going to say. What can I expect if I make the trip to Claremont? Uh, to come as friends and leave as family, really. It's coming in and being able to see our home place and see everything from grain to barrel and really experiencing, you know, we are the big guys. So a lot of people sometimes don't realize just how how craft we really are because we have the resources and we have the bandwidth to be able to come in and check every single thing and hold it to a very high standard of quality. Because like I said, I mean, family and quality go hand in hand for us at Jim Beam. Well, and that's a big thing I do want to focus on because I tend to find that a family-owned business is going to tend more to try and get as perfect as possible and quality and all that, whereas the corporate machine usually is just as much as we can put out to bring as much profit in. And I, I think you make a lot more profit when you treat people right. I think that that's the exact point, right? Making sure that the products that you're making are perfect every single time and making sure that you treat people the way that you would like to be treated, right? It's a golden rule, which is, it's kind of silly to come back to, but it really does rule everything because if you're just worried about that bottom dollar, then you're going to do things that, that veer away from everything that you stand for. And that's not what we do. So we want to make sure that everything stays along that path of just making sure that we create the greatest liquid that we possibly can and and you know winning those hearts and minds of of everyone that that it touches dig it so uh what have we not touched on um i mean i wish we had samples that would be so nice right uh, could use some why don't you go to the tent or something and grab some i think we should i mean i would love to get some jim beam black and and have a little discussion about that guy because it's one of those that sits on the shelf at great great value and it's delicious, and I like to start my. It's, it's not morning anymore, is it? Right, we've surpassed noon. Perfect. I don't, not sure, but we'll just say it's past noon. You're ready to go. It's past noon somewhere, right? Or going to say that <laughs> we're in the state of Kentucky. This is uh, your bourbon breakfast, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, listen, you go to the restaurants. Everything's made with bourbon. Like I was just at Denny's, and they had bourbon pancakes. 
we're infiltrating everything, right? No doubt. <laughs> but it's such a quality product to be able to have so much flavor packed in. I mean, we have rules and regulations that set forth that we have to make sure that that flavor stays in there. So it's such a great way to accent any of your cooking, whether you're using something that has a little bit more of that vanilla or a little bit more of that caramel, or you're looking for something that's got a little bit of smoke to it somehow, some way. But it's a lot of fun to play with. I love it. I love variety and choice, too. So there you go. Final words for our listeners? Just thank you so much for the opportunity to chat about everything Jim Beam and, you know, stay on the beam, as Fred No likes to say. I love that. That's pretty cool. It's too bad you couldn't use, like, a gymnast as the spokesperson. <laughs> I feel like that might be a little bit uh, overstepping different boundaries there. But, uh, it might. You know, is it keeps you balanced. How about that? After a stressful day of doing gymnastics, when you just want to relax, you go for Jim Beam. After a stressful day or a wonderful day of doing just about anything, I could go for a glass of Jim Beam. So There you go. Love it. Well, thanks for being with us, and thanks for keeping this legacy going. No problem. Thank you so much for having us. My pleasure. This is Beth Burroughs, the American Whiskey Ambassador for Jim Beam, and this is W4CY Radio. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.